0: November 15th. And now, as we turn our attention to the New Testament, our reading today is from the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 14 through 29. We'll read about some citizens, the people of Israel. They had a frightening experience of law at Sinai. But our experience at Mount Zion is one of grace and glory. We are citizens of the heavenly city and will one day fellowship with patriarchs and angels, and God himself. But this does not mean we can ignore his solemn voice to us. If God is shaking things in your life, listen to his word. You'll discover the things that cannot be shaken, and you will run the race to the end. It was G. Campbell Morgan who wrote, We cry too often to be delivered from the punishment, instead of the sin that lies behind it. We're anxious to escape from the things that cause us pain, rather than from the things that cause God pain. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. November fifteenth, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 14 through 29. Try to live in peace with everyone, and seek to live a clean and holy life. For those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Look after each other, so that none of you will miss out on the special favor of God. Watch out that no bitter root of unbelief rises up among you. For whenever it springs up, many are corrupted by its poison. Make sure that no one is immoral or godless like Esau. He traded his birthright as the oldest son for a single meal. And afterward, when he wanted his father's blessing... He was rejected. It was too late for repentance, even though he wept bitter tears. You have not come to a physical mountain, to a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, and whirlwind, as the Israelites did at Mount Sinai when God gave them His laws. For they heard an awesome trumpet blast and a voice with a message so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. They staggered back under God's command. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. Moses himself was so frightened at the sight that he said, I am terrified and trembling. No, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to thousands of angels in joyful assembly. You have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children, WHOSE NAMES ARE WRITTEN IN HEAVEN, YOU HAVE COME TO GOD HIMSELF, WHO IS THE JUDGE OF ALL PEOPLE, AND YOU HAVE COME TO THE SPIRITS OF THE REDEEMED IN HEAVEN, WHO HAVE NOW BEEN MADE PERFECT. YOU HAVE COME TO JESUS, THE ONE WHO MEDIATES THE NEW COVENANT BETWEEN GOD AND PEOPLE, AND TO THE SPRINKLED BLOOD, WHICH GRACIOUSLY FORGIVES INSTEAD OF CRYING OUT FOR VENGEANCE AS THE BLOOD OF ABEL DID. See to it that you obey God, the one who is speaking to you. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, how terrible our danger if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. But now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that the things on earth will be shaken, so that only eternal things will be left. Since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping Him with holy fear and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. In
1: the book of Job, you know the story there. Job cries out in in understandable pain, and he begins to demand of God an explanation for what is unfolding. Essentially asking God to explain, why is this happening to me? How is it that you're working through this? And he demands that the Lord of all creation explain himself. God begins to respond to Job in chapter 38. Then the Lord answered Job out of the storm. He said, Who is this that darkens my counsel with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set? Or who laid its cornerstone while all the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? God didn't show up to explain himself. God shows up and begins to pepper Job with questions. He's been listening to it for 37 chapters, and now he turns around and asks you himself. For 129 verses, God just throws out question after question after question of things that Job could not possibly understand. But all of these questions that God is raising to Job in those chapters point to a single truth. God revealed through Isaiah this truth long ago when he said, My ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Remember how the book of Job ends? Not not the epilogue where he gets everything back. But before that, God appears to Job in the storm. Job has been challenging God for 37 chapters. God appears to him in the storm, and then God turns the tables on him, and he begins to say, well, where were you when this happened? Can you explain this, and can you understand that? But at the end of the day, God never answered Job's question. Why is this happening to me? Job died never having known why. I love how Job responds. It takes him a while, but he eventually gets there. I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear. But now my eyes see. You. It is so easy to be content knowing about God, knowing what people have said about God and definitions about God and theology about God and doctrine and all of these explanations, which have their place and have value. But if we are satisfied knowing about God instead of walking with God, then we will be disappointed need that closeness of relationship with Him. Don't be content just hearing about God with the ear. See Him with your heart. Don't just try to ask and understand questions with your mind. Walk by faith. And then, you begin to see. This is the truth for all who have placed their faith in Christ and walk in Him in obedience. That you never walk that is Mysterium tremendum.
0: Psalm 113, verse 1, through chapter 114 and verse 8. You know, a concise manual of worship is presented here. Who should worship? Well, servants of the Lord includes all of God's people. For those who have trusted Him surely would want to live for Him. When we worship, it's another question. Start right now and keep on going. You know, it's always time to praise the Lord. Make every breath a hymn of worship. And where we worship, His name should be praised from east to west all day long, no matter where we are. If you find yourself in a place where you cannot praise the Lord, well, maybe you don't belong there. And why we worship? Because of who God is, that's why. And what God does. The better you know God, the more you will worship Him. The more you experience His grace in daily life, the more praise you will bring Him. If you have a problem praising the Lord from sun up to a sundown, what are you going to do for all eternity? Praise the Lord! Psalm 113, verse 1. Through chapter 114, verse 8. Praise the Lord. Yes, give praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever and ever. Everywhere from east to west, praise the name of the Lord. For the Lord is high above the nations. His glory is far greater than the heavens. Who can be compared with the Lord our God, who is enthroned on high, Far below him are the heavens and the earth. He stoops to look, and he lifts the poor from the dirt and the needy from the garbage dump. He sets them among princes, even the princes of his own people. He gives the barren woman a home, so that she becomes a happy mother. Praise the Lord! When the Israelites escaped from Egypt, when the family of Jacob left that foreign land, the land of Judah became God's sanctuary. "'and Israel became his kingdom. "'The Red Sea saw them coming and hurried out of their way. "'The water of the Jordan River turned away. "'The mountains skipped like rams, "'the little hills like lambs. "'What's wrong, Red Sea, "'that made you hurry out of their way? "'What happened, Jordan River, that you turned away? "'Why mountains did you skip like rams?' Why, little hills, like lambs? Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Israel. He turned the rock into pools of water. Yes, springs of water came from solid rock. Proverbs 27, verses 18 through 20 Workers who tend a fig tree are allowed to eat its fruit. In the same way, workers who protect their employer's interests will be rewarded. As a face is reflected in water, so the heart reflects the person. Just as death and destruction are never satisfied, so human desire is never satisfied.